Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz come from behind to win what, to me, is a fairly stunning victory tonight. 105-98 over the Charlotte Hornets. David Locke along with Ron Boone here on Postcast on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I, I will concede that after what I thought was maybe the five worst minutes of basketball I've seen this team play, because they were out of sorts, not following the game plan, playing selfishly to close the third quarter, I did not think they were coming back to win this game. You know, I, I didn't have any feeling at all, at all but I, I just felt that, you know, if the Jazz could play some defense, they could probably get back into it. I was so disappointed in the way they started the basketball game off after having so much time in between uh, and preparing, getting a chance to prepare for this team, and they were just turned the ball over. I mean, just a terrible start as though they wasn't ready to play. Kemba Walker was the difference in this game for most of it, and he even finished the night still by the time it was done, plus nine, but... Going into the fourth quarter, they were plus, I think, 19 with Walker on the floor and minus 10 when he was off the floor. And the Jazz did start their run when he was off the floor. That gave them the momentum. They took advantage of that really well tonight. Yeah, George Hill and Gordon, both of them just played tremendous basketball game, basketball in that fourth quarter. But the veteranship, leadership, confidence, whatever else you want to give Joe Johnson, I thought he was definitely the key. Even though, even though Gordon had a tremendous night in that fourth quarter, he ended up with, uh, ended up with 33 points and, and 11 of those coming in the fourth quarter. Uh, um, George Hill, he had 25 with 11 coming in the fourth quarter there as well with some three-point shots. But I thought Joe Johnson's made some big baskets at that time and, and, and uh, a big assist. Uh, that he had there. I, I just thought he was the key in that fourth quarter. Well, he's really good, and his last two nights have been tremendous, and if if he's starting to warm up a little bit as we get him, I mean, they're preserving him for the playoffs, and we're beginning to see a little bit of a different Joe Johnson. As we roll around past All-Star break, we'll probably see a little bit different version of a bunch of these guys, uh, and that is one of them tonight. Let's go to Rudy Gobert's defense in the fourth quarter, maybe the whole Cruz defense, but other than Kemba Walker's uncontested layup late, they get two field goals in the final eight minutes of this game, and I know Kemba probably wasn't entirely right when concerning the flu, and he didn't look quite right tonight, but the game plan on him was great, and Rudy's patrolling in the paint was amazing. He forced um, guys to shoot, I won't say bad shots, but alter the shots, just change the shots. I know Platoon had a couple of them, um, and um, Kaminsky had one, and Kemba Walker had one there as well. That he, he didn't block, but he altered enough to where the Jazz could continue their streak, to continue their run. Uh, he wasn't a factor in that first quarter. Why? Because Kaminsky was having such a great night, stretching him away from the basket, knocking down threes. As a matter of fact, he had, what did he have in that first He quarter? had 10 points in the first three minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah, and, and two of those were three-point field goals. 
Uh, I know earlier we had talked about his three-point shooting. You didn't think he was a very good three-point shooter, so I got to call you out on that. He's not, but he's hot tonight. <laughs> well, he's, he's shooting. Maybe he's usually short, and the altitude got it to go a little further. <laughs> Maybe that was it. But whatever the case, I was worried that we was not going to be able to keep Rudy on the floor if he was going to continue to shoot like that. Fortunately enough, he got into foul trouble and they had to take him out. I actually thought uh, Quinn did a nice job where he had Derek Favors check in early yeah. to deal with Kaminsky and kind of quieted him, and then. Uh, that allowed, you know, it's little subtle things to win a come from behind game. So Derek Favors gave the Jazz a really solid third quarter defensively, which allowed Gobert, Hill, and Hayward to play all 12 minutes of the fourth quarter tonight. Yeah, and, and, and Derek only played 10 minutes, but they were some no, very... No, no, no. Derek only played 10 minutes tonight? Wow. 10 minutes, but they were good minutes, you know what I mean? And and we thought that he was only playing some about 15 or 16 minutes, and we thought that he would, when he played, he'd probably be at backup center, which he did come in at, at the center position when you, when you mentioned that at first quarter. But you remember, he didn't stay in the game long. He came in and, and maybe about three minutes, three or four minutes or something like that, and then Gomez gets into foul trouble, and, and they had to bring in Plumlee, and, and, um, and Rudy comes back in the ballgame. Tonight? Maybe more than any other night, I thought Gordon Hayward's strength showed. I thought he played bumper cars, driving to the basket a bunch of times, but just all the work he put in. And his, over the two, last two years, he's talked to me a lot about how he's learned to maintain strength during the season. But I thought it showed tonight as much as any night I've seen. Well, you, you know, David, as much as we talk about how strong, stronger he's, he is now, how much strength he's picked up, uh, and, and the fact that he's, he's, he's taking hits and, and – I mean, you can just see the strength. But what I'm really impressed with is, is his calmness and, and his ability to get where he wants to out there on the floor. Kind of reminds you of the way Joe Johnson plays. I mean, he's, Gordon's not in a hurry anymore. And, and he takes advantage of, 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 of situations, and he makes things happen for himself out there on the floor. That's what I'm really impressed with. I know that we, you know we've been raving about how much stronger he's gotten, and that has really helped us the success that he's having right now, but his overall confidence, confidence level in, 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 in this game now just off the charts. Uh, Jazz win tonight. They finish up this extended homestand. Uh, George Hill, I want, actually, before I get to that, I want to get back to George Hill. I went and looked at George Hill's game log, Ron, mm-hmm. to try to figure out what's going on with his shot. You know what's going on with his shot? Yeah. He played four games in two months, both with injuries where he couldn't run, yeah. concussion and foot. Then he came back, was fine for about five games, and then we played four games in five nights and kept just playing, and he was terrible. His legs just absolutely left him for a while. Look at what he looked like tonight, was suddenly playing one game in six nights. Well, he looked awfully good, awfully good, um, and right now you, you look at him and Gordon just carried this team. Whatever the Jazz are now, 11-0 and when he scores 20 points or more. Yes. And 5-0 and when Gordon scores 30 points or more. I had them with a loss with Gordon with 30 points, but I don't know if that's true. No. I, I had him at 4-1. and one. Yeah, so now they're 5-1. and one. Now they're 5-1. and one. I thought you just said 5-0. and oh. oh, did I? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I meant 5-1. and one. So I have to call you out on that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jazz are now 18-4 and four when George Hill and Gordon Hayward both play. <laughs> I like that better. 18 and 4, fourth in the West. Okay, look at the fourth quarter. Seven for 25, two for 10 from the, from the, so the Jazz defense, or did they get a little tired? 
They might have gotten a little tired, but they hadn't played since Golden State. They also didn't go to the free throw line the entire quarter, so I'm sure they'll mention that. While the Jazz took 12 free throws, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure that the Hornets might have a point of view on that one. That, um, and you know, I think hey, they're Kemba's team, and he probably wasn't entirely right tonight battling the flu. They also are only won one game all year when Cody Zeller's not been on the floor, so they've lost seven straight. So the Jazz probably don't need to. You know, this was this would have been a really bad loss. Let's not kid ourselves. Thank goodness for that fourth quarter comeback. It would have been a terrible loss. And the Jazz have had great success against this team as of late. And I hated to see that go away there as well, David. It didn't. And by the way, there was a Benny Adams weird call tonight. Oh, my goodness. I thought I thought he had two. I really thought he had two. I thought the charging foul that they called on Alec Burks, mm-hmm. the replay showed that Lamb was definitely, because he, he, it looked like he just decided I'm going to make the wrong call. Okay. And then he had one down here. Rudy Gobert, Kemba Walker. Play. Yes, yes. I tweeted you. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna get me in trouble with the with the, with the NBA? No, I wouldn't do that to you, Ron. All right, that is postcast. We'll be in Atlanta on Super Bowl celebration Monday as they will beat the Patriots. Hopefully, this has been postcast. No, Ron. Thank you. You got to root for Atlanta. All right, that is Postcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.